I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Liverpool make another European final and Bournemouth are up. Welcome to the Football Ramble. It's Wednesday, 4th of May. I'm Kate Mason. I'm Eddie Russell. And I'm Vidushin Hantaraja. Yes, welcome to the Football Ramble, everybody. Vish coming to us straight from Makeout Creek. How's it going over there, Visho? It's good. It's good. I've I've worn this jumper so many times, and Mason's just read it. It's yeah. a Mitski. She, she does have a great talent for reading clothes. It's <laughs> yeah. I've experienced before. Yeah, I am actually convinced that one of your one of your tops says Mace twenty two or something. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> But anyway. Well, I can believe that. Yeah, you can believe you that. Can show of course it does. Of course it does. It's because Andy's living the Vida without the loco. <laughs> <laughs> like Jürgen Klopp? No, the man's full loco. Yeah. Yeah. Un- loco sometimes. Yeah. Um, did you enjoy it? So Brass went to watch this game last night, everybody, in a in a strange little cinema. Well, or a massive strange little cinema. cinema. It's quite a large it's, cinema. This is not something I've ever done, so I'm quite was, interested. What was, was the vibe? It was the view in uh, Leicester Square. Actually. Right. Is yeah. this something they commonly do then? It's you nice. Go and watch football in a cinema? Well, I, I got invited along. I, I thought I'd uh, give it a go. It turns out that um, 
commentary is a little bit intrusive when you can't flit in and out of it. So um, Imagine McManaman and surround sound. I, I had a pair of massive headphones on me. Did you put them on? I can tell like you. Like a little kid at a concert. <laughs> I can tell you that uh, the new Vince Staples album is magnificent. <laughs> I quite like that. You used to be able to um, get this thing on uh, on Pro Evo uh, on the PlayStation Two, where you could change all the music. Yes. Um, and so I used to do that. I just used to put like random different playlists on there. But I like the idea that during a football match, you could you should have that option as well. Oh, what? And you could have like in the olden like in the olden days of the pandemic, where you could have the crowd sound fitting to the music. Sorry, fitting to the game. You could have the music kind of fitting to the. The action. Have That'd you seen? Quite cool. That would be quite cool. Have you seen people do that? So a mate of mine, um, Felix White, did the score for a film um, about cricket, basically. Mm-hmm. And there's a Kevin Peterson's innings at Headingley. He's like one four nine, which was incredible. But he got his mate to do the drums to it, um, and he's, so his mate watched it and then put some headphones on and watched it again and then drummed along to it. And there's a there's a clip I think on Felix's. Um, Instagram or maybe YouTube as well. It is outstanding. I really, I really want to hear this. I, I mean, I kind of imagine a big Kevin Peterson innings would be metal, wouldn't it? Yeah, well, very bit, much like, like Liverpool. The, the best of Dortmund or the best of Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I like the idea that you have you have people doing it live. Could that be mental? Hard to tell what it would have been for last night's game, but all I can say is that it would for the first half it would have been one genre and the second half it would have been another genre. Well, the first so half... Full-time, final score, Villarreal 2, Liverpool 3, after Liverpool uh, scored three goals in 12 minutes. After Villarreal went 2-0 up in the first half and made us all believe in the, in the upset... Um, they gave too much in that first half, basically, they gave, didn't, but didn't they? I mean, did uh, they have I, to? I said beforehand that... Well, they did. They, they had to... They had to produce a performance like they produced in the first half of the home leg against Bayern. But when I said that, I didn't actually imagine they'd go and do it. Specifically that. And, and, <laughs> and, and they went and did exactly that. But, but basically, I think from, from their perspective, you can't press like that for the whole 90 minutes for a start. And secondly, Emery like, tried it on. He, 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 he took his luck beyond the limit by leaving Gerard Moreno on. Bring him off at half-time. Yeah. I mean, a bloke... That was a shame. Who, he was very limpy. ...who got up to 35 minutes and couldn't run anymore. And they got a great first half out of him. He was key to the way they went after Liverpool in that first half. He knits it all together. He allows other unexpected players, like Coquelin, for example, to, to get go past him and get into the box. But when it gets to that point where he's limping for the 10, 15 minutes before half-time, it's just like, Why you you've done well. Here? You've got half out of him. Don't leave him to not be able to do anything in the second half. He made the changes when it was when it was too late. I mean, if you were doing the score for that second half, I think the bit up until Liverpool scored, yeah, it would have been like horror movie music. You know, when you think, you know, don't go in that direction because it's ominous. Don't go down that dark corridor because yeah. something terrible is going to happen. And they keep going down the dark corridor, and and then you know, it's kind of psycho shower scene when. The, the Fabinho shot goes towards Hieronimo Rui. Because that was where it. Because that's where it goes. That's where the inevitable conclusion yes. is. But I don't know. Maybe I was just living in kind of fantasy mad football land. I don't know. You Bish. had different headphones on. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. Uh, piano music. It was. I don't know whether it did feel kind of intellectually. You knew that the likely outcome was not going to be that Villarreal were going to be able to maintain this into the second half and go on and go through to the final. But 
I did sort of believe it might be possible. I don't, I don't know about you, Vish, if you felt like it was just a kind of inevitable detour and a conclusion that we all saw in advance of Liverpool going through. I mean, I think a lot of that, a lot of that feeling, because I had it a bit as well, was probably governed by how bad Liverpool were. Mm. But then because Liverpool were so bad, I just thought there's no way they're coming out in the second half and being worse or sure. being as bad. And I think the... Um, That's what the, my Manaman said. Yeah. <laughs> God, um, but the the other thing I um, the other thing I thought about it was Liverpool are uh, you know a brilliant team. Everyone contributes to the whole, but even when they're in bad situations, those front players are so individually geared that you kind of always felt someone was going to do something. Especially, especially if you can bring Luis Diaz. On yeah, at exactly. It, it, like the um, I kind of think about when there were moments in that first half where. I you know, I th- think people were saying actively that it's the worst half of Liverpool played probably all season. And, you know, Klopp, we'll talk about Luis Diaz a bit more, but Klopp was always going to change something. And so he, bring on Diaz, brilliant, obviously a feather in his cap. I also think he did well by not changing the midfield because he must have had every compulsion to bring off Cater. Oh, I would have said Thiago, but yeah. that, that was the point, isn't it? That they yeah. had kind of 11 substitutable players yeah. at, the, at the half-time. Well, well but, I mean, I but, thought Keita because, because Thiago, you kind of, you, if, you're, if you're chasing the game as they were at half-time, you kind of have, you have to leave them on. Mm. Um, didn't make the changes and it, it works. You know, everyone, everyone in that midfield three raised their game. But I think Thiago is the one that I would have taken off as, as well because he's the most susceptible to getting the hurry up and that's what they mm. that's what they were in the the Brazil yeah. the, the the Thiago Vendetta continues. Yeah. Do you know that? Thank you Do you not much. like nice things? It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> ever so popular on Twitter these days. <laughs> but I, I think, yeah, it's it's easy to say Liverpool were shit in the first half, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, but and it's their worst performance of the season. People saying that about Bayern. After their first half of Villarreal, yes, that's exactly. That, yeah. Is that's it the something they did to themselves, so or is it something it that is they have done to them? It yes. is Villarreal, and we have to we have to give them credit. that that credit, especially I because think... they're the, you know the town is the size of a house, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, we couldn't do a podcast from it, could we? <laughs> One of us would be in the house, and we'd be outside. No, that's right. I, I, I tell you what, the little bar opposite Madrid, um, well, you have to call it Ceramica these days, don't you? Um, uh, the, the little bar where they have all the Is that in a different scarves. town? <laughs> yeah. Right. Where they have all the scarves behind the bar from their European adventures. It's lovely. I, I love that. That's like, that's like, you it's know, really the nice. teeth of my enemies. It's, it's, like, it's, like, it's like cheers. It's, it's really, it's really nice. I feel like we knocked you off course there briefly, bruh. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> I, the, 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 the thing is, no one expected Villarreal to keep up their first half in the second half. Just don't play like that. You know, and and part of that is to do with Emery's coaching. But they played the second half against Bayern when Bayern were better at a very different level. But it was far more controlled. Mm. Moreno was fitter, obviously, which was a a huge part of it as well because he was great in that second half. They were smarter on the counter. But, you know, you could say, well, Liverpool are that little bit better, which I think is is, is true as as well. But as well as saying they, they ran out of gas, I know Emery said that, and that's kind of true but I don't think his tactics helped right okay so you wouldn't it's a bit basic to just make jokes about Hironomo really 
Oh no, I, I'm all in for that. Okay, cool. I mean, the, the is thing is, to, on our, he, on our well, group it was two chat, Megs and uh, obviously the mad rampage out towards Sadio Mane. Yeah, now that that girls. was in a different town. Yeah, <laughs> but but I was halfway through when he let that Fabinho shot in. I was halfway through typing into our group chat. Just so you know, Rui is going to drop a massive bollock at some point. <laughs> and then I thought, well, this looks like you know wise after the events. So I had to go back and delete it. You know, I just can't type quickly enough. And um, you know, there was that chat during the Olympics last summer about about how it'd be great if in every event there was just a regular person so you could gauge how good the athletes oh, were right. yeah, yeah, like, yeah. compared to like normal people, yeah. I suppose. That was what it looked like with Ruli yesterday, <laughs> with Alison on one side and this joker on the other. Yeah, it, I mean, really, it really kind of hammered home how good goalkeepers are now. There has been some interesting like chat on Twitter recently about, you know, how do you split Liverpool and Manchester City? And there have been even some people saying, well, well, I, I suppose one particular corner of the internet has been saying, well, it's unfair if a team wins it by one point, it should go to a best of three playoff, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. Um, but I guess the one way you could separate Manchester City and Liverpool if Manchester City had just held on to Geronimo Rui. That, that, yeah. that would have sorted the title out. Yeah, that's I a think. good point. Yeah. Just in case there are any Rui fans in the house listening to us, he did make a good save just towards the end. You're not going to do that, that, that <laughs> commentator trope about, oh, well, he's made some of it up. He's made yeah. up for it now. Yeah. It's like, Absolutely no, no, it not. Really he made, he made. Oh, he's picking up his own shit. Well done. <laughs> 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 uh, Liverpool, as a result of all this, will now play in every possible game this season. Um, and they looked like, oh, I don't want to talk about the quadruple, actually. I was about to set up a chat about the quadruple. But, but they're to happy talk to about talk it, about the quadruple. Yeah. Someone was pointing this, this out, to, out to me um, the, the other day. Their feeling, it was, it was Ian Irving, actually, on um, Premier League, was, was, was saying how, for example, Sir Alex Ferguson was always like, paranoid about that yeah you know sort of ban uh, the, yeah. the word um whereas Klopp and his players feel very relaxed about it right that's, off, yeah. that's why that's it feels good. so possible yeah I think for Liverpool so, to it's be not, clear, ju- it's I'm not, not saying, just the quality it's the mentality isn't it yeah I'm not saying oh, I'd, I'm I'm not saying I want to diss them I think it's incredible achievement what they've done and you know I'd be like so many pundits have now been saying you know this could be the greatest team we've mm. ever seen in this country um I just mean There'll be time for that. There'll be more time for that in the future, in the near future, as they now march on to the Champions League final. Yes, definitely. But I, I do think it's relevant to talk about now, or to, or to mention now, as you did, because they're, as you said, playing in every possible game this season, because it's always something that people float in October yeah. or people float, you know, the turn of the year or, you know, when we're kind of at the FA Cup quarterfinal stage. As Andy said, Liverpool were talking about it after they won the League Cup, you know, Trent Alexander-Arnold, I think, posted a photo of him with the trophy and one out of four, basically. Um, and now here we are in May, still talking about it. Mm. I think regardless of where they go from here, that is worthy of some credit. It's magnificent. I know it's not the the end goal at all because they've only secured one of those four. Mm. But the fact that we're, the, the conversation is still happening at this, this time of the season is remarkable, really. Liverpool will head to... Paris to play in the Champions League final. Uh, Mo Salah says he wants to play Real Madrid in the final for what it's worth on the quadruple nonsense. Um, A report has gone out to Liverpool City Council asking them to sign off on a potential short notice bus tour if Liverpool win it. It apparently says that the need to arrange the event was identified in late April. 
which is an interesting point that you were making as well, Vishay. Like, they're still talking about it. I mean, yeah. if it was identified in late February, I'd be impressed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she says April 2020. <laughs> Give it a couple of years. That's part of the plan. That's part yeah. of the Jürgen Klopp plan. Uh, Bournemouth in the other game last night, the other big game last night, were promoted back into the Premier League. Uh, they managed to get the win. Kiefer Moore, the only goal, the difference between them and Forrest. To be honest, yesterday we were talking about Forrest potentially making it through in the automatic promotion places, but Bournemouth did the job and then there were eight minutes, Andy Brassel, of injury time in which they, if they could have got the equaliser Forrest, then they would have taken this to the final day of the season. I so- mean, if there was ever a point that you wanted, and no offence to Bournemouth, if there was ever a point where you wanted a goalkeeper equaliser, this was it. Yes. And Bryce Sambo was really close, wasn't he? Yeah. He was in the penalty box and he got a shot off. <laughs> I mean, that's that's pretty close if you ask got, me. That's, that's all got... you want from a keeper who's come up. As a neutral, just just touch the ball. Well, yeah. he got Get a involved. very... I felt like he got quite a crap shot off, no? But he was he was in space. It was a decent opportunity, that's true. He right? was in space, so it wasn't yeah. like he deprived someone else the chance no, to, to no. potentially score. Yeah. Saying he should have dummied it and let someone else tap it in at the back post. That... I mean, in a dream world, yes. Yeah, that, that would have been perfect. That is exactly what they, what they should have. But actually, in the bit where they, were, where they got that corner, the pass that Samba played to set up the attack. I oh, think, brilliant, yeah. It was, it was incredible. Yeah. I mean, that was Edison-esque. Yeah. Wasted. Well, well, to be fair, James Garner should have put in a better first-time corner. That was a dreadful corner in the eighth minute of you know, injury time of a game you need to win. Yeah. Well, look, yeah. we might yet see him in the in the Premier League next season. Well, um, I, I hope so. I miss Nottingham Forest. Mm. They've, they've been out of the Premier League for a really long time now. And I, I have to say, I'm genuinely, again, no hard to Bournemouth, but I'm genuinely excited by the prospect of Forest being back yeah. In, yeah. in the Premier League. Obviously, after this, there's this nagging thought in my head that, well, best team never never come up in the playoffs today. I, thought I know because yeah. my team was one of those not best teams that came up in the playoffs a couple of times. Yeah. But um, I, I, I suppose it, what I found interesting as well in this game is how Scott Parker, who's obviously very emotional, said that um, the, the, the free kick with Billing and Kiefer Moore wasn't planned. Really? What? It looked he, like he said they just, up training He pitch. said they just did it off the cuff. I is, mean, is that, that, like... that's, that's not true, given uh, if you look at Parker's celebration, he knows it's coming. There's yeah. no, like, double take. Why would he, why would he lump? Because, would he well, no, there's, there's so it's, players... not like, it's not like when Carlo Ancelotti was at Bayern Munich and the players were training without him. <laughs> <laughs> I, the, but I think there's a very good reason for lying. Okay. Because if you say it's planned, you, you'll never be able to do it again. You've kind of wasted all that time on one shot. I remember it when, um, when Steven Gerrard scored a, uh, scored a free kick against United at Old Trafford, where Dirk Cowart, I think... Did that thing where he pushed the guy on the side of the wall. They put pressure on him all the way through the build-up to the free kick, leaning on him. And then just as Gerard runs up, he goes to lean on him again, but doesn't put any weight towards him. So I think Fletcher instinctively goes the other way and creates this gap, and Gerard just slots it through the gap. They right. were asked about it in the post-match interview, and he was like, oh, no, I just got lucky. And then Gerard did it three weeks later. Oh. But it's that thing of like, yeah, you've got, you kind of have to keep your secrets. But, but if, it's, if it's such an iconic goal, how, how are people going to... Yeah, for, 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 maybe in the, it, in, the re, in the retelling, you know, in the book or whatever it is that they do. Yeah, fine, he can say like, yeah, we worked on it for a while. But no, I, I, I totally understand that from hell. Congratulations, obviously, to Bournemouth. Um, but it was a bit of a tough one for, for Forrest because they they should have had a penalty just before half time. Stuart Atwell, I'm now reading, 
and his assistant apologised after the game for wrongly calling Sam, Sur- Sam Surridge offside when he was then fouled by the Bournemouth keeper. Yeah, Steve Cooper talked about that, didn't he, afterwards? Well, I bet he did. <laughs> I mean, you, you yeah, know, they you know, so they should have had a penalty. Yeah, you know one if you hadn't had an apology from, from Stuart Atwell, right? <laughs> But I mean, it just wasn't Surridge's day, really, was it? I mean, he had that shot in the what, in the first ten minutes that came off the, the the crossbar as well. Super unfortunate. I mean, what Forrest? He should have, he should, I thought I thought he should have done better with that. Actually. Really? I thought he just hit it to get it on target. You see, there's my non-professional it. perspective. I just if I if that was me doing that, I would think what a lovely sound that's made. <laughs> Um, since Steve Cooper's appointment, no side has picked up more points than Forrest in the league. He's That's it. Done. They've got to keep that momentum, yeah. don't they? Although they've qualified for four playoffs and they've lost in all semi four semi-finals. There was that. also that time, um, was it in 2020, when they they dropped out of the playoff places on the last game of the season? Mm. But the, the that, thing... that was quite a spectacular effort. Yeah, Christ. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, the thing I would say, though, is... If you look at their their cup form, you know, yeah. well, specifically in the FA Cup, getting to the quarterfinals, there, could you, you perhaps could say that there's something about you know their ability to get up for the big games and appreciate the kind of not mm. one and done, but certainly the um, the extra pressure of, of those kind of games. So you know that 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 kind of attitude might hold them in good stead. Mm. Yeah, there were two um, kind of extraordinary things that happened off the pitch last night as well. Um, Steve Cook thanked paramedics at the game after his father suffered a cardiac arrest before kickoff. Um, in his tweet, he, they, he said they brought him back. Basically, they were able to resuscitate him and save his life. So Amazing. We hope he's doing really well. And, mm. and you know, thank you to the, the paramedics who acted so quickly. Um, and David Brooks announced, this was before the game, uh, Bournemouth player, that he is cancer-free and says he's excited to return in the not so distant future. Stunning. So, and when when you're going up as 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 well, I mean, obviously his health is the most important thing. But there's that cliche about a, a player coming back from injury and illness being a a new signing. David Brooks really is that. Yeah. If they were to upgrade like that, how much would it cost? He's so good. Yeah. It's so he he was diagnosed uh, last October, so it's been a long uh, journey back to health. But really exciting to see him. Um, come back and wish him all the very best. All right, let's get to a break. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. 
But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm quite a placid guy. <laughs> yes, you are. Yes, you are. We agree with anything you say. Welcome back to the Football Ramble. It's me, Vish, and Andy Russell with you today. And it is Wednesday, which means it's time for Pep Talks. We are so, so happy. We're so happy. We are so happy. I'm happy. I'm happy for that. We are so happy. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. Sit down. Nobody talk. Sit down. We drink wine and relax. Oh, we've got one here from Matty. Uh, it says, one of my group recently became engaged. The trouble is, it's a shitemare of a relationship. Oh, my God. What a great noun. Uh, they've, they've picked <laughs> a date, and it's when my partner and I were planning our own big holiday in 2023. We've not booked anything, and we don't know what to do. Not book a holiday and attend a wedding that may or may not happen. Oh, wow. Or book a holiday in the hope that they split before it so we don't have to shite bag. Again, shite bag. That's fantastic. Makes sense? Well, I'm not sure shite mare and shite bag really does make sense. But I guess my immediate thought would be the polite way to approach this Go to the stag and then say you've run out of money to go to the wedding. Because that that's what, what a lot of people do anyway, that's isn't it? That's such bad advice. I've literally never about? heard of that before in my life. No? You'd also have to make sure that the stag isn't just like, you know, a thing in a Sorry, pub. And a, st- and a tr- stag slash hen. It's like, yeah, you'd, yeah. Have, you'd have to make sure Is that like, better go, advice? they go to Vegas or whatever. Oh, yeah, we don't know where Matty's allegiance lies. Yeah, that's, that's the thing, isn't well, it? Well, to be fair, you might know both. Ah, and they might be one of those, they might be one of those like friendship friendship group couples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're kind of like, I'll oh, just match up because everyone else here is matched up. We need, more, to be honest, I think to give proper high quality advice that Pep Talks is famous for, <laughs> I think we need a bit more detail about what exactly it is that makes this relationship so turbulent because... I mean, if he thinks that they're not going to be together in the space of a year, that's remarkable, yeah. That must be that must be a very common thought among the friendship group. But because what we don't know is if it's like this, you know, getting engaged is a trigger. It's like a way out. You know, someone's done it and they're trying to trigger a crisis in the relationship. Or if it's just bad and they're just like horrible to everyone, but actually they kind of have passionate makeup sex and perhaps it's just what the, the, the group don't, yeah, don't see. Yeah, maybe. Because we need to judge how likely it is if you're going to book a holiday. Yeah, th- yeah. Uh, this is also what, what what sort of monster is booking a holiday for twenty twenty three now? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Although if it's a big holiday, Matty, it's you. It's you who's got the issue here. <laughs> I think. Uh, we do need, you think uh, it Matty... might be like a month long thing? Yeah, or yeah like a yeah. they're like caravanning around New Zealand or whatever. Right, right. Okay. Actually, we don't know yeah. where these people are from. Clearly, they've concealed themselves a little bit. I don't know if Matty is. I don't <laughs> I mean, know if Matty is your actual name. Why Matty. would he want to do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? why? Do so we, we don't know where they're likely to be going. We don't have enough detail, Matty. The I mean, I think is... it's fair to say that that Shitemare is Oxford English. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're definitely they're definitely from the UK. You know that. <laughs> I I just think you need to. You know, I realise you've written into a podcast that goes out all over the world to talk about your friend's terrible relationship but I think we need more detail look look all we can all we can tell you at this point Matty is just make sure you're on the stack that's all that matters they'll know you care I've got a new I've got a new advice I've thought about it a bit more now because uh, initially I was just in shock that we were receiving this on the <laughs> um I think you should book the holiday 
and whether or not the wedding happens, you should not go to it because Ooh. there's nothing so terrible as being at a wedding where you just know it's a bad thing. You know? Really? Because I think when you're having nice food and nice cake, you don't really care. Yeah, also, if it's an open bar, you not... go along. Yeah, exactly. You don't need to know the people. All right, cynics. <laughs> I'm, all about, I'm all about love. I'm all about the beautiful nature of love. I'm not about that's the a, fucking free champers. an absolute lie. Um, I have uh, an email from Anonymous. Hi, Randy. All right, so you don't give me your name, but no. this other guy does. What are we about to get? Hi, Ramblers. This pep talk cuts deep. You probably didn't know he was going after the failed marriage one. <laughs> Um, I've played in goal for a Sunday league side for an eternity. It'll be coming up to 10 years this September. I can't say I've been Peter Schmeichel, but I haven't been 2016-17 Claudio Brava either. Oh. It's been a decent innings. Um, cricket. However, <laughs> recently, a new keeper has arrived. <laughs> He's quick around the goal, commands his area well, and is, is a full half foot taller than me and 15 years younger. Oof. But as captain, the gaffer still hasn't dropped me as a number one. Should I honourably take the decision out of his hands and fall on my own sword for the greater good, or should I stubbornly fight for my place and hope this young buck just gives up and moves to another team? You know what? I strongly suspect that this is not a real problem and has been lifted from the Grant and Star cause, that short story by Irvin Welsh. But if it is true, follow what Bob did in that. He got turned into a fly by God and he poisoned the younger, better player. Why crawling all uh, crawling all over his uh, food? So you could do that. Couldn't Is you? that a kids' book? <laughs> um, it does seem to be quite literary, heavy on literary references because "for the greater good" is Gellert Grindelwald's uh, slogan in Harry Potter. So he's a dark wizard. So I don't think we should support the greater good. You know, Harry I'm Potter, shocked that you don't bring sake. Potter to the table more in this. Shall I? I got a lot. I've got a lot going on about Potter. Um, I think. He should fight for his place and fuck the young lad. I think he should escape to victory himself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that. Don't break your arm, mate. Um, no, I think, yeah, I think stay and fight. I think because you're clearly a bit self-conscious because he's taller than you and younger than you. And as someone with a younger brother who's both those things, I, I feel <laughs> a lot like, should I just leave the family? Is he their son now? <laughs> um, but I would, I would say that um, your coach probably sees things in you that you can't see yourself because of you know those worries that you have yeah, the, the and other, I think you I think you probably you're, I think you're probably better than you you're telling us and that, fight for your place that's important probably, that's man probably in true. the dressing room exactly respected for your experience be Although, that six man be Andre Guadala you know it's great to yes. be Iggy so if you step aside let the young guy go forward it might turn out in a match situation he's an absolute bag of nerves yeah let him yeah. hoist himself by his own petard and then you get your place back Good point, yeah. Just willing to fail. <laughs> Reject the future, Mr Anonymous. That's what we're saying here on the Football Ramble. If you've got any questions for us, uh, send them in. We'll get them. We'll get to them every Wednesday. Show at footballramble.com or tweet us at footballramble. We love failing to solve your dilemmas. Now, uh, there was a chat last week about Champions League turning into a Champions League festival of football for the final and the semi-final and the final so abandoning two-legged champions league semi-finals and replacing them with a week of football where the semis and the final would just be played out over a single week in one city the once European, more with more bile please the european club association <laughs> is understood to be preparing to throw its weight behind the idea because 
What is football if it's not being fucked with by the people above? Frankly, who cares about the most glor- some of the most glorious moments in European, in, in football history, in recent football history? Who cares? Forget them. Get a, fi- and a trivial little festival of football up and running because See, that is what we need. You know, the problem is you're against the branding rather than the actual thing. Yeah. What? Well, well, Am we, I? We were, yeah, we were, we, were, we were talking about this before. Andy just called you Steve. <laughs> Right when when we were talking about this before, as I was saying, I I think the thing is here: if you're taking away two leg semi finals, mm. that gives a greater possibility of a shock. So it really surprises me in a way. Well, obviously, it doesn't surprise me if it's a way to fill their pockets more, but it surprises me that the elite clubs would be in favour of this. Yeah, they haven't thought it through, have they? No, because they would like the extra game. I would think to to make more money. The best team, the more resourced team, the team with a higher wage bill, will almost always win a two-leg game as opposed to a one-leg game. I like this idea. I really like it. And when, although it was because of COVID, you had that like final eight in the Europa League and the Champions League. I really liked it. I thought it was good. I think the only issue I have with this is for the fans. Say you're a supporter of a semi-finalist and you go... Say you're a supporter of a semi-finalist and you, you're, you're like, right, well, I'm going to go over to Lisbon or Istanbul or wherever. Do I need to be there for two days, four days? Super inconvenient. From, oh. a, from, a, from a sporting perspective, I really like it. From a fan's what? perspective, it's far from ideal. I thought you meant because you wouldn't get to have it in your home and what you know, you wouldn't have get to have home in a way. No, no. I, 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 I mean it in the sense that, you know, if you're supporting a semi-finalist, you don't know how long you're going for. You don't know how long to take off work. You don't know how long to book your flights for. You don't know how long to book hotel accommodation for. Also bear in mind that it's likely that you'd have to buy the f- tickets for the final ahead of time. Yeah. And so you'll be in a situation. Oh, yeah. You know the solution to that? Third, fourth pace playoff. It's what we all love. Oh, right? God. But, then, but, you know, <laughs> but because of that, you know what it's going open it, to open itself up to deliberately is there'll just be more corporate tickets, won't there? Hmm. Because you can't guarantee a certain number of fans getting into it for a final because they're not going to know that they're going to be there. We Speaking started which, to think we were ahead of them in deciding that this was a good thing. I'm still not deciding it's a good thing. But well, they're, you, always, you don't they're always one step ahead. You don't think they're always a, one step ahead. There's, there's like money to be made. So I, no, I, we I, must have got it wrong. Just to ask, you don't think it's a good thing from a sporting perspective? Well, I'm not sure I'm totally... I mean, maybe are you telling me that you know for a fact that that's... I mean, it does seem logical that it would be the case that over two legs, the better, you know, the better funded side would be more likely to come through. I don't know if that's 100%. You know, I, I don't have the evidence uh, before my eyes. Right. Well, I mean, it's I mean, more the, likely. The, the, but it the, makes the, sense. The, the game, you know, the Villarreal-Liverpool game is a condensed version of that, isn't it? If that was a one-half... <sighs> You know, Villarreal would only have to rock up for them. They wouldn't have to think about shit. We've got to try and be better than this team for 180 minutes. Yeah, I think if, if you go back to some of those games in the in the in the final eight in in Lisbon, over two legs, do Leipzig beat Atletico? No. Over two legs, do Leon yay beat Manchester City? No. Okay. I, th- I think I think you're getting more so cup like excitement in there. Lo- so it looks as though what I've done here is extrapolated out from one glorious moment in my own football club's history. No, you do make completely po- against something that is maybe totally logical no, and fine. No, but that that is that is a good point actually. Well, yeah, uh, would, <laughs> would would 
Ajax have beaten Tottenham over one leg. Yes. Mm. <laughs> or, or, a, or, or a three halves final. That's what final. we all yes. wanted. That's <laughs> what... <laughs> I, 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 no, that, that, is a, that, is a, that is a really good point, actually, because you could argue that the most alluring thing of the Champions League knockout stages yeah. over the past five years, it's all about the comeback. It's all about well, the comeback. That's comebacks. what I have in my mind. Yeah, of course, and remontadas and all the the like of that. Yeah, so yeah. that's that's what is my instinctive rejection of this. Yeah. But then I am very pro upsets, generally speaking. Yeah. So I don't know. Are you are you at all persuaded in the opposite direction by the by the comeback idea? Because people say, oh, but you know, people try and shut. You know, there's there'll be there's more nil nils if there's a first leg versus second leg mm. thing, but. I, anecdotally again I don't have the full evidence about this but that doesn't feel like that is the case um, and I don't know yeah I'd really like a double a two legs effect home and away like seeing the you know with Villarreal okay good example but it was it was awesome to go in there and see them in their stadium see what their vibe is like but it's not like it's getting rid of all the two-legged ties That's it, true. it's just it's just a bit of the end so I think you get the best of you get the best of both worlds yeah you get that real tournament feel for the final four and I know this is a much smaller example but in the Tassa de, de Liga in, in, in Portugal the mm. League Cup it works brilliantly. It's, okay. it's, okay. really, it's really good fun. Because I think, the, and then the other thing, the other argument against it I had in my mind instinctively was just that like finals are generally in, in the European Cup, blah, blah, blah. Finals are generally a bit shitter than the semi-finals. And I thought that was to do with the double leg, the double leg, the two leg affair thing. Also think about it from a performance point of view. Like playing the semi-finals that close to a final. I know obviously they're not two legs, but uh, I don't know. That feels to me like you, we're, really stretching players there. well it's just t- tournament football and they will be playing one game less and I do love I mean, tournament we're, football we're, 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 we're <laughs> I looking, do love it we're looking about I always think we should be looking football's never looking about ways but should be looking about ways where you can A thin out the calendar a little bit mm. and B introduce more jeopardy now football's moving in the other direction to that I think yeah, we, we all realise that and this feels like a little bit of a concession to that now are they doing it for altruistic sporting reasons? Well, no. But if we're ending up with something good because of it, fine. It's brilliant that, um, you know, you touched on it there with uh, the start about how the big teams are in favour of this, despite the fact it kind of goes against them a little bit. But we Can must I... have missed something. That can't be no, true, no, can it? But, no, but, but, but it might be in terms of if, you, if you're just thinking about ways to make money, at some point you're not going to realise that you're actually going... For, you know, one one of your projects is going one way, and another is you know the other is going. The and other of course, way. there's 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 no realization that creating jeopardy is a great way to make money because yeah. you're making a brand, you're making a thriller. It's like you? it's like you know you see those tweets from the from the US where some right wing shock jock says something like, "Well, you know, if we um, you know, if the vaccine's free, why isn't all medicine free?" And you're like, "Yes, exactly, <laughs> <laughs> exactly." Mate. Um. Okay. Um, Andy, persuade me of something else then. Go on. There must be loads of other stuff I could be persuaded on. Is it too soon for Arsenal are going to qualify for the Champions League? <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, if she, she's she's opening up here, yeah. um, do something about the trousers because they're ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about ever wearing those again. I knew I was going to suffer for the make-out creak jibe. <laughs> <laughs> Emotionally, I'm still not convinced, but... I think that these are two good arguments, and yeah, underdog. If it's, I'm pro underdog. As I, I, I'm, I'm not just for my bit in it. I, I'm, I don't necessarily agree with the semi final thing, but I do think it would be quite cool if you would have the, you know, the next gen Champions League final. Yeah. 
the women's Champions League final Ooh. and then the men's in that kind of week. So if you start on one weekend, you'd have the kids one on the Wednesday with the women's and men's either side of it. I think that'd be pretty cool. Well, I, I think it would be even nice to have the women's Champions League final before the men's Champions League final in the same stadium. Mm. I, I, I think that's, that's worked quite well when they've done it at Spurs, for example. I'm up for that. Tonight, Real Madrid face Manchester City. David Alaba has been ruled out of this second leg. Uh, Kyle Walker back in training yesterday, which is going to rule out any more Vinicius Fernandinho foot races. Carlo Ancelotti <laughs> says he will retire when he leaves Real. But he also said, if Real want me to stay here another 10 years, I will stay another 10 years. Um, it's a great negotiating tactic, isn't it? <laughs> I might leave, but if you want me to say I'll stay forever. I guess the other part of that is... I will stay as long as it takes me to finish this cigar. <laughs> Which will probably yeah. be longer than they actually have planned for him. What a yeah, shot. Yeah. What a shot that was. He didn't rule out international football, though. He said, uh, national team in the future can be an option. Canada, why not? Did he say I, Canada? Did I'd he like say it. Canada? Canada. Well, I've yeah, got, he, said, it's he, a said, he said Canada's his second team now. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That is nice. His wife's and Canadian, isn't she? Oh, is that it? Yeah, right. I so. imagine seeing him at a Raptors game. Oh, sat next yes. to Drake. Imagine Carlo and Drake. <laughs> God. I'm all over this. <laughs> uh, Pep Guardiola was asked. Imagine if he turns up on Alfonso Davies' Twitch stream, Twitch stream soon after I sat next to Drake. <laughs> it has been foretold. I'm all over this. Sorry. Pep Guardiola was asked if they'll put on a guard of honour after Real's title win. This is a little cr- bit of creative questioning, I think, because... Pep said, no, this issue does not concern the Champions League. I have nothing to say. This is a wafer competition, as is pretty bloody obvious. But the reason he was being asked that, Brass, is because Atletico Madrid have said there's absolutely no chance that they will do a guard of honour for Real Madrid in the league. At the weekend. Yeah, yeah that's right. Oh, I, and he wanted to get a good answer, presumably. I mean, Simeone he won't even do a handshake on the touchline. I mean, he's not going to let his team do a guard of honour for Real Madrid, though, is he? That's his brand. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It is his brand. It's very much his brand. Do you think what are you are you God of Honor fan? Um, I, I am, but only when it's called Corridor of Applause, as, 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 <laughs> yeah. as you know. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a dis- it's a disgrace that they're not having a Corridor of Applause. The Avenue of Acclaim. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to think of more of them. The Tunnel of Terrificness. Yeah. Huddle <laughs> of Handjobs. <laughs> You've got to put a stop to this. This is your I job. I'm just, I'm just trying to figure out if we're gonna, yeah, if we're gonna go down the path of plaintive <laughs> clapping out into the rest of our day because it is the end of the football ramble. Just this episode, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> off the back of all of this Uh, so let's get out of here thanks for listening to the Football Ramble part of the ACOST Creator Network The Football Ramble is a stack production and part of the ACOST Creator Network When you make decisions for your company you look for the no-brainers And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. 
Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.